Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast. And now, good morning, amigo. Good morning, amigo. Morning, sunshine. Another week in paradise. And you think I'm talking about South Florida, don't you? No, sorry, Bob. Paradise lives in the 3000. Slam Radio, Sirius XM 145. Good morning, amigo. Good morning, amigos. Good morning to all. It's 29th day of June. Morning, Frank. Morning, sir. Cam Newton is a New England Patriot. You say you don't remember me bringing this up. I clearly remember talking a lot about Cam on the show. You talked about Cam, but never to the Patriots. This conversation happened. You kept talking about like how you were shocked that Cam still hadn't been signed. So this conversation about the Patriots happened specifically with my son because my son comes running to me. He goes, oh, my God. But but I'm going to tell you something. I think I got it from somewhere. I don't think I came up with this on my own. I realized later on in the evening that a good friend of mine, a guy who also has a segment on this show talking another sport, tweeted on the 10th of March. This is what should be happening, and I foresee it will happen. Or to the sorts. I think that's where I got it from. I'm not going to lie. I don't think I came up with this miraculously. In fact, if I go back in my text, I have a funny feeling he texts me specifically about it, and that's probably why I brought it up. Because I don't think I was smart enough to think that one through. I know I said it. I say a lot of things. That's what happens when you just talk for a living. The New England Patriots have been fined. Camera crews no more. What the hell is their problem in cameras? Why can't they get the camera thing right? Well, it appears they were at another game or something, so it kind of looks like they were spying, I guess. That's what they were... Because it, it happened during a Bengals-Browns game. It didn't even happen during a Patriots game. And why are New England Patriots cameras at a Bengals-Browns game? That's the question. <sighs> why were they there? I really couldn't tell you. Yeah, you can't. If you're the New England Patriots, you sort of kind of can't slip up in that area. Wouldn't you think? Yeah, I don't see why there's any reason why there's any kind of crew for any team being at a game that's not yours. And the weird and the awkward part about it is that those teams weren't that good. Like the Patriots are at a different tier in the NFL than what the Browns and the Bengals are, especially recent years. So why are you spying on teams like that? Well, I just don't understand what's going on. I'm it's like a little confusing to me, you see. I don't quite... Why are you at a Bengals-Browns game filming? What were they doing there? Was this the first thing you've heard from this? Well, I knew something like this had happened. But obviously now they've been fined a million plus dollars, so this is why I'm talking about it. But of course, I have no way of talking about it. My computer's frozen. This is fantastic. I love it. Phenomenal. Isn't it great? Love when that happens. Why are you there with a camera crew? What were you filming? What's the excuse? I, I'm curious to know what the excuse is. You don't think? I'm, a lo I'm looking it up right now, so give me a second. I'll tell you. 
what is in all like in your stadium on your practice facility before one of your games? Why are you there? So apparently the 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 Patriots. This happened back in week week uh, fourteen. Man, I lost the year here. This was a week fourteen matchup between the Bengals and the Browns. Okay. Um, a couple years ago, and apparently the 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 Patriots had permission from the Bengals, which were the home team. But neither the Browns nor the NFL were in the loop that they were going to be there. They were trying to videotape play calls and things like that. So I they because they were playing them a week later. Is that above board in the NFL to do, or is it the fact that they didn't know they were being filmed? Because that's weird. Is it not weird to you? A little weird, yeah. I'm just saying, a little strange. It's a little, it's peculiar. What is that a com? Like, do the Giants go film the Cardinals when they play the Rams? Belichick has pushed himself away from this, saying that they had nothing to do with the production or with the shoot or anything like that. Um, that was 100% involvement of the Pats camera crew. So Belichick has pushed away from that. Um, but, but the Patriots did agree that they were in violation of NFL rules. Okay, so they weren't supposed to be there. Right. They got whacked. That's the problem. But those guys have to be, like, I'm sure they were let go or suspended or I can't imagine those guys still have a job. So the re- the way they got uh, the way they got uh, caught was one of the members of the of the camera crew had a Patriots shirt. Um, Moron. Which somebody in the press box went ahead and alerted the league. Gary Busey's birthday today. Seventy six years young for Gary. Wow. Put out some movies. Fred Grandy, that guy from the Love Boat, he also uh, was in politics. I remember the name of the show, never saw it. But that's before my time. 72 today. Yeah. Former Monday Night Football voice, born in the spot where he was inducted in the National Football League's Hall of Fame, Canton, Ohio. Dan Deardorff turned 71 today. You like when I do this, don't you? Mm-hmm. Make us remember things. I haven't thought about Busey in a long time. I know, right? I haven't thought about Maria Conchita Alonso either. She's from Moscow on the Hudson, the Spanish lady from Moscow on the Hudson. She's a Venezuelan actress, however, she was born in Cuba. Hmm. 63 years young today. Wow. I still don't know. I'm trying to do this to get my mind off the fact why the Patriots would go with a camera crew to another football game. It's, it's, it's absolutely it's mind-boggling to me. Our boy Troy Drayton. That guy is a CC Sabathia doppelganger. He's also the big 5-0 today. The thing, the thing Happy the, birthday, Troy. Sorry. The, the thing with the Patriots is that it, it, we keep, they keep on getting themselves into messes with the league with different controversial activities that they've been doing like it's, it's spygate it's it's uh this is spygate 2 now deflategate 
what else have they been involved with? Like they, they keep on getting in the in the in these messes that keeps on getting some league kind of investigation going on with the team, and it doesn't seem like they win very clean. Yeah, and then now their their Teflonness is gone now that uh, the goat's gone. Ah, well, Belichick said, "We don't need you." Bye, Felicia. Give me Cam. Nicole Scherzinger turns 42 years young today. She was uh, formerly of the Pussycat Dolls. She's a cute one. She's actually... Uh, she's the host in um, Mass Singer. That's what correct what she is. Yeah. She's very good looking, actually. Well, fine. She's uh, very, very good looking. One of the Pussycat Dolls. Old Man Joe. You know who Old Man Joe is? No, who's that? That's Joe Johnson, former Heat oh, player. Oh, okay, got you. Turns 39 years young today. All right. I call him Old Man Joe. He's got that old man game. Here's a guy that's not old, but he's the man. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard, ladies and gentlemen, turns 29 years old wow. today. So uh, a very happy birthday to you, Kawhi, part of this show. <laughs> I know you're going to have a good time, and you just laugh every time you hear my voice. Happy birthday, <laughs> happy birthday Kawhi. You, you really are. You're special, man. You're special. Would they go with a freaking film crew to another team's game? Why? Don't. Why would you wear the Patriots shirt? Don't. Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, but right there in true form, they should have worn like a dolphin shirt or something. <laughs> Bro. Let's be sneaky. Let's go to a game that we're not supposed to be at, but let's wear the team shirt I have on. Bro. Smart. That's really smart. Says nobody. Morons. Yeah, buddy. Why would you do that? What is your problem? <laughs> stupid is a stupid does. <laughs> stupid is a stupid does. <clears throat> Nothing big happened on June 29th any year other than, other than one thing. And I find it to be very uh, fitting during these times. All right, what's that? On this date, 56 years ago, after an 83-day filibuster in, a, in the U.S. Senate, the Civil Rights Act of 1964 was passed. Hmm. Yes, sir. And there is really nothing of consequence other than that that has happened on the 29th day of June. Just hasn't. I mean, unless, like, yeah, there's nothing. Nothing. First bank opened in 1863 in Davenport, Iowa. Well, I mean, unless something sports-wise, uh, sports at least, unless something happened baseball-related, then nothing much happens because by now the NBA Finals would have already been played out and so would have the Stanley Cup Finals. In baseball, the Chicago Colts established a Major League Baseball record for most runs scored in a game by one team. They beat the Louisville Colonels 36-7 at the West Side Grounds in your home state of Chicago, or home city of Chicago, sorry. You know, just in case you wanted to know. If you found that to be a, something of importance, mm -hmm. let's just say. Hmm. Hottest day on record in Florida was recorded on this day 89 years ago. How much? Monticello, Florida. 
109 degrees. Ooh. It sure felt like 109 this weekend, didn't it? Uh, well, I mean, the heat index has been about 110, 115 degrees. It's, it's been crazy. super dry. Yesterday, finally, we got a little bit of a breeze, but it was still extremely hot. On this day in 1941, Joe DiMaggio extends his hitting streak to 42 games. Of course, a Yankee thing. I'm going to throw it in there. You know that. You have to figure that was going to happen. <sighs> Don't worry about it. You'll be all right. Talking about the Yankees on this day in 1947, they beat the Senators 3-1. It started a 19-game winning streak for the Yanks. <clears throat> I'm just reading what's here, Frank. I'm sorry. No need to get upset. You and your Yankees. Well, the cream rises to the top. You know how that is. It's always about the Yankees. Well, here's not a Yankee. On this day, 59 years ago, San Francisco Giant outfielder Woody Mays becomes the fourth player in big league history with three or more home runs twice in one season. In a game, that is, right? Three home runs in a game. He did it twice that year. Hmm. And it was June. So he was on a tear, I guess. Steroids? I don't know, man. I don't think so. <laughs> it's a joke, obviously. I know. 53 years ago today, James Mansfield. Die in a car crash. Whatever that's worth. Hmm. Okay. Sorry. Thought it was deeper than that, but I was already in there. Yeah, you know, just uh, that's about it. Sounds like it. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at everything else. No, it's, it's a slow moving. Oh, this day, 1986, the Boston Red Sox trade for Tom Seaver. Hmm. Following year on this date, Yankees blew an 11-4 lead, trailing that game 14-11. And then Dave Winfield hits a grand slam. They end up winning 15-14. I love that. I miss baseball. So do I. Keep talking about different baseball things. I miss baseball. Baseball's fun like that. I wonder how baseball is going to – baseball has something that they have to kind of <laughs> concern now that there's kind of been a spike up – of this uh, COVID-19 once again. Baseball's going to be coming back, and they're not going to be playing necessarily in a bubble environment the way the NBA is. So those players aren't going to be controlled the way the NBA is going to be, well, at least confined and controlled. They're going to do everything they can to make sure we play baseball. You know that. I know that, but they, they're they going to have different obstacles than what like, the NBA is dealing with because their players are going to be ha have more freedom to go do whatever they have to do on their free time. Not that they're going to have a lot of free time, but... So there you have it. That's, uh, in a nutshell, this Ju June 29th for you. I don't know if you like when I do that or not. I do. You really miss baseball. I miss this, man. Everybody. Up to the ball game. To the crowd. Love me some peanuts and cracker jack. I won't care if I ever get Bracker Jacks. For the Yankees. What? They don't win, it's a shame. For it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. <laughs> I do miss that. I do miss that. I didn't think I was missing that that much. 
how do you play during this pandemic? It's going to be interesting. Nationals at home. Yanks on opening day. Opening day in July. It's crazy, man. I said it like as we... Before we even got quarantined, before we even left school or the students left school, I had said this, man. This is going to be one of those things that's going to go down in the history books. Like, we're living history. This is going to be tough for years down the line. Did you see the video that ESPN posted of the kid hitting and the foul ball came in when he hit? Unreal. How is that unreal? Though? Hold on a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I guess I'm the only human being that played like a Tamiami or Flagami. Well, I mean. That used to happen three times a game. But for somebody to hit both at the same time, he hit both balls at the same time with one swing. Are you aware of that? Oh, I'm watching a video of a ball coming onto the field. He hit both balls? The ball came to the box, and he was swinging the pitch. The ball hit the bat. That ball went foul because I went back and forth on this video maybe about 100 times. Oh, I that, saw it a few times, and I never saw what you're telling that me. That ball went foul, and then the ball that was pitched went towards, like, right center field. See, I don't get that from that. I'm watching it, and I feel like one ball's falling in. Let me pay more attention to the ball that's coming in and see what direction it goes. Yeah, it changes direction. How about that? But how did you see that? That's tough to see. Yeah, I mean, I looked at the video. I, I clicked it. There's, there's no sports to click on, so when ESPN is posting something, it's got to have some sort of a value to it. So I clicked it, I opened it up, and I saw him hit the ball, but then I saw another ball go to the side, and I'm like, wait, hold on, what's this? So then I clicked it back in, and yes, the ball is just landing in the batter's box as he's swinging, and then the ball, he hits that one foul. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch this one again because I just don't I, – I, honest to goodness, I don't see it. Man, have I seen this thing a hundred times. I don't I, – I see a ball coming onto the field and him hitting the ball. And I went, what's so weird about that? They stop in a flag at me all the time. Yeah, I said, what happened? Heads up! Both at the same time. I mean, yeah, I, I used to play at Tamiami Park, too, but the, the how were they set up at Flagami? Because in Tamiami Park, they were set up that all the outfields were next to each other. Yeah, Flagami was similar. So it's difficult for that to happen in... Um, Not necessarily. Yeah. Because if you have a plot of land that's a, that's a square and well, yeah. the plate is each corner... It is tough, actually, if you think about it. But it's happened. There are parks that are set up that you have one congregated area in the middle, and then you have four fields, and they all spread out because then the those are the parks. Stands in the those middle. Are the, so those you're are the right. Parks. There's one like in Palmetto, I believe. Palmetto Bay has a okay. park that's set up that way. And I'm trying to think. Then there's somewhere else I played that was like that. Yes, you're right. Like I'm mean, I mean, are not like that. Those the are outfields are neighboring, not their home mm -hmm. plates. Very good point. Look at you. Attention to detail. Yet I don't have the detail to pay attention to this kid. This kid, I can't see him hitting the ball twice. I'm sorry, Frank. I'm going to watch it one more time here. Live on the air here. I'm going to make this discovery here. Here it is. I put it in big screen now. So I can't miss this now. Oh. You see it now? The one that's coming hits the top of his bat. Uh -huh. And then the pitch is coming and hits it. Uh-huh. It didn't, like, you have to really pay attention to that. Holy, okay, now I see what you're saying. That's a little different. Uh -huh. <laughs> wow, but I guess I didn't read the headline very well.
great start to a Monday. <laughs> nice. Good job. Um, spiking cases at different places. That's going to be the topic for the next few weeks. Florida had another 8,500 cases yesterday. It's, uh, it's alarming that there's 25,000-plus cases in three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's alarming. Um, Frank, I'm going to stick to my guns. I think it's just, this is about the mask. I think this is about the minimizing exposure. I ain't about going to get something to eat. Um, I am now on nearly four months not going to a restaurant. That's it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm done. I'm done. For a while, too. So I'm not scared off. I, po- I don't know if you saw what I posted yesterday. On this side, we're going to talk about how people aren't paying attention when they're going to stores. They think things are just back to normal. They aren't realizing that there's some stuff they have to do. I don't want to do it. I forget to do it sometimes. I'm a forgetful person at times for the little stuff. The cause of that caused me to meet a Karen yesterday. Well, I made a comment yesterday. We're going to share those on the air on the other side. Don't use that term, please. Sorry. hate that term. Poor Karen Hunter, man. I love you, Karen Hunter. See? That's a Karen I love. Right? Mm-hmm. All right. Slam Radio, Series 6 and We'll be back. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Well, it just annoys me that you don't see it my way. Oh, it annoys me that you don't see it my way. We can play this game too. What? Not always going to see it your way. Your way is not the way. I can see it my way. But your way is not the way. So some people, some people are really... That's huge ego of you, by the way. Yeah, of course. Well, you can't spell amigo without the ego. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi. Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities, he's been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them, but I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me, and my love for him was just 
demands. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Sam Radio has brought so much positivity into my life that allows so many young people to have a voice. I'm very thankful for this opportunity at Slam Radio. Not a lot of people get to say that they worked on the first radio station run inside a high school. I've learned so much from Frank the Tank. I've learned so much from Danny, from the Amigo. I've learned so much from them and I thank them so much and it means a lot to me. Slam Radio is a community. It just gives you opportunity. They give you opportunities that not many schools have. The people here are just great. Someone always has your back no matter what. It is definitely a place to leave your egos and your insecurities behind and just be yourself and all become one. I'm so thankful for everybody here at Slam Radio and I'm thankful for this wonderful opportunity that I've been given to jumpstart my career. You are listening to Slam Radio on Sirius XM 145. This is TJ Holmes with Good Morning America, and you are listening to Slam Radio. Go! We're taking off. Welcome aboard. Now, back to What's-His-Face. You are listening to Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145. Patriot. Is that good or bad? Why is there a witch cam? I heard you saying that. Sorry, I was off air. Depends on which cam shows up. If it's arrogant cam, then I don't see this as good news because him and Belichick are going to bump heads immediately. Oh, but don't you think cam's coming in a little bit tail between the legs? Hopefully. Hopefully that's the cam. Isn't, that the, isn't that the New England Patriot effect, though? Like, don't they come humble? Yeah, because they usually kind of recover. Uh, they, because, you know, they never go for that superstar athlete. They always end up getting them on the tail end so of the career. the question career. is, if Cam thinks he was playing the waiting game before picking a team, or if he realized there wasn't a big market for him and he's going to humble down? I, the, <laughs> <laughs> we just won't know, but hopefully that's the Cam that shows up to New England. And if that's the case, Bel- Belichick pretty much plays. He goes, oh, Tommy, you can go wherever you want. You want to go to Leave. Goodbye. I'll figure it out. And he figured it out again. Found them. I don't root for them anymore. That's I, it. Well, you know the reason I rooted for them. Yeah, the reason I oh I'm I rooted for them. for them. I'm rooting for them this year. Why? Because I want to see Belichick stick it to Tommy. <sighs> you see what I mean with this guy, bro? What is this all the time? You understand? This is a problem. I can't. 
So now all of a sudden, you just want to see this happen. And what did Tom Brady ever do to you? It's not that he did anything, but I just don't think he's the GOAT like how he's set up. I think it was set up by the system. I think he's a system quarterback. Oh, we're going to find out. We are going to find out. We're going to find out if it's top. But this is the we're more, this this is, is That's a... why this is so good because we're going to find. Now Belichick has an actual quarterback that he can put in there, and if it fails, then it's it, oh, and it, and you needed too. Tommy. And Gronk's back, too. And Gronk's back there, Oof. too. So he needed Tommy if didn't, that was the case. Didn't but he if throw he's a lot to his win, tight end when he was if there? If Cam goes in there and he's able to dominate the AFC East, then all of a sudden people are going to look and be like, hold on a minute. Frank, hold was on Was it Tom Brady or was it Belichick? But hold on. Didn't he throw a lot to Olsen on that team? Didn't Olsen play with him? He did play with him. He threw a lot to him, didn't he? Did he did throw. Oh, Gronkowski's going to have a field day. No, Gronkowski's on the t- I'm Tampa. Oh, what am I talking about, bro? Gronkowski's in Tampa. You see him a video this this week with Shaq. I guess he was playing Shaq horse or whatever. And horse, and this guy tore the ripped the rim right off the backboard. That's right. He went to Tampa. I'm in this COVID's got me crazy. Yeah. What are they? So you're rooting for a team without? So they're just gonna throw the ball to what's I'm, his name? Bro, I want a little see, guy to scat back uh, underneath. We're gonna figure. We're gonna figure out uh-huh. who it is. If it's the Belichick or is it Brady? And if they both win, then you'd be like, all right, maybe it was a little bit of both. But this is going to define it. What a brain fart. Before, before, before Belichick didn't necessarily have a quarterback that they can count on. Everybody was looking at New England and be like, all right, guys, let's see what happens here. You know, even though the last time that Brady was out of there and they had a quarterback like Matt well, Castle, they were you, able to win 11 games. Now you pissed me off. I'm rooting for, for, the, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, go ahead and— I'm upset at you. Well, you already said you were rooting for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I That's know why I you're didn't. upset. But You've now, been saying that. Oh, I have, a, I have a, a, a percentage of residents in Tampa. Get out of here, bro. My good friend plays for them. I almost forgot about that. What good friend? How in the world did I, like, I'm telling you, my mind is on, first and foremost, I'm not going to lie to you, my, my mind's on baseball. All right, so let's run you down. You know, my, my, then my mind's on basketball. And to me, I don't know why football isn't catching with me. Like, I got the news camera. I go, why are we talking football? Uh, because it's late June. Yeah. It's right around the corner. Believe it or not. Right around the corner. So I don't know. I'm just, like, off. But how I do? Sorry, guys. You are aware. I have never brain farted like that. I'm embarrassed. So you're aware Teddy Bridgewater is no longer a saint? He's not a saint. I know that. Okay. I'm totally aware of that. (laughs) Just one brain fart, okay? You're going to be all right, man? Just wanted to make Just one. I wanted to make sure you were back on page five like me instead of over on page two. It's one. It's one mistake. It is one. (laughs) Uno. Uno. Phil Kruger. Ever heard that? I've heard of Freddy Krueger. You heard of Phil Krueger? No. <sighs> Another tough loss. Phil Krueger is the father of Christy Krueger from Local 10, WPL. Oh, okay, got you. Um, Phil Krueger lived in Pembroke Pines. Phil Krueger helped build a dominant defense as an assistant at USC and won a national championship with them in 1967. It's part of the very first Tampa Bay Buccaneer coaching staff. Head coach at Fresno State, Utah State. Was an assistant at Illinois. His bones were in football. Passed away yesterday at the age of 90. And uh, what kind of hurts me is the notion that uh, uh, survived by his wife of 59 years, Cappy, obviously Christy Krueger, 
to grandkids and donations are being made to Alzheimer's. I do have a uh, unique feeling that uh, we share that in common, uh, Christy and I, because that, you know how, how close to my heart being a part of the Alzheimer's walk here in Miami and working with the foundation or the association, I'm sorry, um, how much that means to me. So uh, we give our, uh, our condolences to Chrissy Kruger. You know that anybody at Local 10 to me is kind of like offspring partner slash cousins. We're part of the family. A lot of those folks have done a lot of stuff for us here at Slam Radio, and we appreciate them. Christy's one of them, actually. So thank you for all you do, Christy. And again, you are in our thoughts and in our prayers. Uh, just saw that come across the wire. I guess he passed away uh, a couple days ago. Passed away over the weekend. I hadn't, uh, I hadn't actually seen that, believe it or not. Um, you're like in football mode. I can't be in football mode. Why is that? Because we haven't had a taste of baseball yet. That's why. Or we haven't finished basketball. You don't have no closure with basketball. No so closure with basketball. You're all filtered. It's, there's a lot of attention to the two sports that were affected. So that what's flying to me low under the radar is the one that seems to be on schedule. Do you understand what I mean? Like, what do you mean we haven't played baseball? We got to get this baseball thing and this basketball thing. We got to finish it. There's no room in my... In, like, I've blocked everything. Like, a lot of the football moves. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it was... I, I don't know. I thought we were a little bit... Uh, the the one that, the one that has flown under the radar for me has been college football because there's no certainty on what's going to be happening with it. Like there's still schools that are still aren't open now with the second wave. How are schools going to be reacting to this? Come a couple months from now because schools are supposed to be scheduled to open up in mid August. So how is this going to affect that? So that's going to be the question. If there's no school opens, then there's going to be no college sports in the fall. ESPN has a very unique little thing they have on their site. I invite you to go to ESPN.com. It's, can you identify certain batting stances? Mm. So, I mean, I don't know how I'm supposed to identify. Oh, I see. It gives you four to pick from. But it gives you a hint, too, that makes it too easy to... Like, I got that one right. <laughs> All right? So, you go through. It's a quiz of ten, right? Uh. Um... It's pretty easy between the batting stance and the hint. I, you, if you don't go to 10 for 10, of course, I'm 2 for 2. Watch me blow one as I talk crap. But this doesn't seem too hard. But I invite you because it's fun to reminisce, you know? Because it's the only baseball that we have. ESPN's just inventing things. It is kind of fun, though. So I'm 3 for 3 right now. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Have you been watching ESPN on the daily? No, I haven't. It's been three months since I've turned that channel I haven't on. watched that. I haven't watched that. I'm like, I'll flip through it on the guide, and they'll put, like, a random movie. Like, the other day, they played Angels in the Outfield. Oh, my God. That's such a good movie. You like that movie, That's huh? such a good movie. You didn't like that movie? It was a good movie. I'm, that was a great movie. That was a great movie. The kid played a great role. I'm six for six, by the way. I figured. And my brother was like, oh, my God. Or not my brother. My brother's friend was like, oh, my God. I can't believe that was... Uh, I, uh, whatever his name is, but he was like an Inception and he was Robin in the la latest Batman and Robin movie. Sorry, the latest Batman movie, the uh, the Lost Knight, whatever the movie's called. They're not a movie guy like that. I'm eight for eight, Frank. Yeah, you're concentrated on it. Have any of those been cheater? I get. I bet you, you got that one. Now. None of them. <laughs> Nine is tough. Though. Are you playing with Ooh. the hints or are you just playing with the stance? No, no. Uh oh, Six. you got one wrong. I think I went wrong yet. I think I went wrong here, but this one's tough. This oh, yeah. one, I don't know. I think I know what it is. 
I got it wrong. I got it wrong. You might get it wrong too, though, unless you're peeking at it. I'll play later. I'm not peeking at you. I can't see your screen. Can't see your screen. Oh my god! Last two wrong. Last two wrong, and the last one I'm embarrassed for getting wrong. <laughs> so I went eight out of ten. I went eight for eight, and then I blew the last two. Do it. It's fun. <laughs> I'll do it. It says I crushed it. I don't know about re. I don't I mean, know. About eight out of ten it. is pretty damn good, man. That's not good. That sucked. What? I should nine out of ten. The other one I didn't know. The one, the last one I missed was garbage. Go on the ESPN.com. That was fun. All right, I'll take a look at it. That was kind of fun. <laughs> I'm having fun with my new friendship with Lauren Goodwin. You talked to her on the base on a regular. No, it's not a talk. It's the whole social media. Like when you comment, she made this dish. I don't know. If, I didn't even ask her because obviously I don't enter into conversations. It's more. I've learned the new way to more twitter or instagram though a little more on the instagram thing i've learned a little more although i like twitter twitter's my main sword like i go to twitter for everything um but she she either made it or went somewhere to have it made or i bro the most delicious plate of food unreal i said that i sent her fire that looks unreal she was it was fire she said to me i'm like yeah okay I can't wait till her show starts. That should be fun. Um, Frank, do you believe the notion that anybody could win in a 60-game season? I think anybody can win in a 60-game season. If you get on the right start and all of a sudden you're, you're, you're playing good baseball, because a lot of teams tater off towards the, towards the second half of the season. That's when you really find out who it is. It's the one that's ba- able to handle the marathon and not a sprint. This is a sprint. Hey, um, yeah. This is a sprint. I feel anybody can win. In fact, I feel the Martins going to be in a good position to win if they really could. If they started off well. My, my son's all hot and bothered about basketball. He thinks they've catered things to Zion. And, you know, the Heat have the second hardest schedule. And so that's why they say they catered it to Zion? They're like he, in different conferences. He's, but he's mad because he, he told me before they did the schedule, you'll see they're going to make a path for Zion to make it to the playoffs. So my son swears that they're going 7-0. and I said, they're not going 7-0, Anthony. Like, it's not going to happen. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. I don't know if anybody's going to go 7-0. You'll see. They're going. He's bent on that. Um, did you know that they played some – was that a replay or was that – the ESPYs? That was a replay, right? A replay. I never saw it. I never saw it. So I had never seen the tribute wrapped by Snoop Dogg for Kobe. That was a replay because the ESPYs are usually the day after the baseball All-Star game. Baseball All-Star a dead game. game. Whether there's a dead day with no sports. That's ESPY day. Yesterday was the BET Awards, and uh, Lil Wayne performed the Kobe Bryant song live. Okay, but there was one that I saw yesterday. That has to have happened after Kobe died because they did, Snoop did a Kobe song. Hmm. Uh, let's see. I, I, I mean, I didn't, I know Little Wayne did a song, but, but what I saw yesterday confused me because of that. Actually, it said it was this past week, June 21st. So they aired it on ABC, I think. Yeah, this was play this was aired on June 21st, 2020. Hmm. Have you heard the song? 
Unless these are the awards. Hold on a second, man. Unless these are the awards. I haven't heard the song. I'll look it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they they aired it because they did it a vir- they did it like a virtual it was a virtual a virtual broadcast, right? So you haven't heard this? No, I haven't heard it. You have it there? Yeah. Go ahead and play this for me, bro. This is unreal. So let's just give me a second because obviously you know that. Have you heard the Lil Wayne one? No, I'm not watching here. This I'll load that one for you. Okay. Ready? Go. The stage is set, it's go time. Peep the scene, we in the mix. It's 96 and rising from the Philly streets of team. Trying to find his direction and make that connection. Not knowing what to expect there. Taking it step by step there. Your weather through the rain. In your heart, in your brain. Trying to learn the terrain. Ice water in your veins. Your aim, carve a new lane. Covering the canvas with your paint. In a picture to end up a fixture Too large for any frame You beat the eyes by a mile All grit, no smile A new golden child Are you absolutely kidding me? Yeah, let's do it, mama style And then you added your chapters All in our rafters Rookie year, you won a dunk show All star in the next year Then you shifted to your next gear Gold medal as your neck wear Back to back to back champion, gunning for the Pantheon. The LAX Factor dropped 81 on the Raptors. From Compton to Long Beach to watch, we all peaked and watched you. In your moments, showboating and rolling and bolded and golden and purple, you shine. We'll turn up with zeros, results if we search the whole world for your kind. Then you prove most valuable. Man, from Crenshaw to Malibu, we was all proud of you. And for anybody doubting you, your face became the new mantelpiece. Man, it was mamba insanity. You're growing your family. A friend and leader, understandably. And you did it candidly. A life for humanity. From the pox and the nipsies, to the snoops and the drays. Your reign in the city remains. From ocean to San Vicente. You the truth, boy. Greatness in your name. Enshrine your shine, critically acclaimed. So let it ring out, east side to the west side. This is your city. Much love for the ride. That was pretty freaking impressive, if you ask me. So when I saw it yesterday, mm-hmm. I don't know why his death has done this. And it's happened to a lot of people. I'll be trolling on Twitter, Frank, and random tweet. I still can't believe Kobe's gone. Do you know how often I see that? Um, I used to hear the stories about when Clemente died. It was bigger. Because he was just taken from us. I lived Jose Fernandez's death. Mm-hmm. It was much bigger. Legendary status. It's unreal how big this is. Compared to uh, somebody that was just starting his career pretty much. Heard so much about when Buddy Holly died. This is bigger. I uh, Maybe you're not a fan of that sport, and maybe this is not why, but I feel like this is to the same par of Dale Earnhardt. 
This is bigger. To you? No, this isn't about the sport or to me. Think about Kobe's impact. Forget about a generation of people who like NASCAR. Generation of girl dads. Generation of young ladies that want to play basketball because of his daughter. Generation of boys that emulate everything he did on the court. This guy, I get Earnhardt's legendary. So I remember he was my favorite too. Mm-hmm. This is bigger than sports. Whereas Earnhardt was huge in sports. This guy's. this is unreal. Yeah, you're right. Unreal. Anyway, rest in peace, Kobe. That was that was wonderful. Indeed, wonderful. What wasn't wonderful was going to public yesterday. I know I brought this up in the last segment. Um the signs are very clear. And I'm the first one to tell you I used to make the mistake all the time. I've gone shopping enough to no longer make the mistake. Mm-hmm. Right? Why is it happening so often? I pulled the manager over and I said, let's watch. And right in front of the manager, people just, people just not realizing and just doing it. Well, it's the cross you don't want. So if you're off to the side and I walk past you, like passing you in a lane, the exposure is not, even with a mask, let's be honest, exposure is not the same than if we're crossing each other, going in opposite directions. There's a reason they did all this. Am I a fan of it? No. Neither are most people, but uh, your rights end where mine begin. And it's more obvious that the pictures that you posted, if the public says, by my house, they don't have those signs that are in front of your face. They only have the stickers on the floor. Couldn't be any clearer, bro. Couldn't be any clearer. Really couldn't be any clearer. Like, your supermarket was set up. Mine's not. So I've even suggested, and I'm going to write to Publix, on top of the flags, put up some other flags. And maybe on those flags... You know, it has the universal stop sign or something almost obnoxious because it's not getting across. No, it's not. People are going whatever way. And then I went a couple weeks ago. I went on a Friday, and I guess that's when there was a worse crowd to deal with. But people just kept coming the other way. And I'm there about to turn the aisle to get into the aisle, and that's where a collision keeps happening. And then I'm looking at them like, you're going the wrong way. And they're like, ah. And I'm like, bro, come on, man. I had to tell the lady, ma'am, you're going the wrong way. Oops. Um, you shared a story, bro. Are you gonna tell the story or not? All right. So is... you didn't you didn't like the term that I used, but lately that's been the term that's being used, and for whatever reason, it's this this pandemic is making these kind of people go like haywire. All right. So there's a Spanish lady, uh, maybe maybe thirty late thirties, early forties, and she's in the poultry section, and she's just kind of minding her business, just looking to see what she's gonna be feeding for her family. So there's a I'm kind of coming around at this point. I don't know how long she was there, but I'm kind of coming along at this point, and I hear the lady say, "Excuse me, there's people waiting. Are you planning on being there all day?" So the lady was kind of like shook by it, turns around, confused, looks at her, and she goes, "I'm sorry, are you talking to me?" She goes, "Yes, you've been taking too long. There's other people here waiting to get poultry." And I go, "Okay." And, oh, well, her. She's like, "Okay, not a big deal." Um, and she goes, it is a big deal. I'm waiting, and we're waiting. And she looks around. She's the only person waiting. The lady goes, look, listen, I apologize. I'm going to go ahead, 
and help you out. What are you looking for? So while I look for my thing, I'll separate something. I want the chicken breasts. She goes, okay, no problem. So she goes to the chicken breast. She stacks like the five or six packs of chicken breasts that are there, puts them in her cart, looks at her, and she goes, have a nice day, and just walks away. The lady now walks up, doesn't realize what's going on, is looking for the chicken breast. She goes, hey, you took all the chicken breasts. And she goes, have a nice day. Now, I don't know what she did because I don't think she would took five packs of chicken breasts home because I don't think necessarily that's what she was looking for. Maybe she did a turn around Publix or something and put them back. But the fact that she executed that was delicious. And I'm obviously, come on, I'm nosy. So I see some sort of a a back and forth going on. So I kind of tear in the corner because I'm kind of want to see what's going on. Um, That's what my wife does to me. She made me chimoso, right? (laughs) So, like, or listen to this. And I'm just like... Like, and you can tell that my mouth is dropped to the floor through my mask. Me and this girl make eye contact. We both start laughing. And we look at each other and we're like, K-word? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> K-word? <laughs> you don't let me use it. So I'm going to say K-word. So funny. Bro, I wanted to high-five that lady so bad. Because the lady was just being obnoxious behind her. Like, hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up. People are looking at her like, yo, relax, lady. Like, it's not that big of a deal. It's not like Publix was super jam-packed and there was a like, hundred people around. No, it was a couple people just hanging around. <laughs> I love it. <sighs> Should be fun. Later Later on, we'll go ahead and throw on that little Wayne tribute to Kobe as well. That was, uh, that was interesting. Interesting weekend of stuff. We'll go over that and so much more. Play a little music, shake your booty as well, right here on Good Morning Amigos, Sirius XM 145, the one and only Slam Radio. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM channel 145. The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.